Dan Radio Style, hope everybody out there is having themselves a great day. Investing our thoughts wisely is not just cliche, but actually something that is exceptionally important. Probably not one thing that is more important in manifestations. Why I've been spending so much time on it lately in my videos. Neville Goddard's wife actually does a great little illustration of it in uh, Neville's Weekly Reader. And it really, really points out two key things that I thought were just brilliant. One, he has a cool view of time and how we, quote, progress into the future or how the past and present and all these things play together. It's a neat way to look at it, and it made a huge difference in my mind. I was like, oh, multiple stars right next to this section of the book. The other thing that was super cool is he gives a couple really, really good examples of how spending time versus investing time or spending money, investing money, the same concepts, but he gives good examples of both. And a lot of us with our internal dialogues, with the things that we're thinking about, with the conversations that we have throughout the day, tend to invest a lot of our time in conversations that are spending rather than investing. And the difference is key. Spending is something that you've already got that you're not really replenishing. Investing is spending something that's actually going to bring something back or to bring dividends into your life or to bring more money into your life. An investment is something where if I put in some money, more should come back. And that's truly how this game is played. And so as Neville's wife is kind enough to illustrate for us, on the morning of April 12, 1953, my wife was awakened by the sound of a great voice of authority speaking within her and saying, you must stop spending your thoughts, time, and money. Everything in life must be an investment. To spend is to waste, to squander, to lay out without return. To invest is to lay out for a purpose from which a profit is expected. This revelation of my wife is about the importance of that moment. It is about the transformation of the moment. What we desire does not lie in the future, but in ourselves at this very moment. At any moment in our lives, we are faced with an infinite choice. What we are and what we want to be. And what we want to be is already existent. But to realize it, we must match our inner speech and actions to it. It is only what is done now that counts. The present moment does not recede into the past. It advances into the future to confront us, spent or invested. One of the key parts, multiple stars right here. The present moment does not recede into the past like so many of us think. I did anyways. I think of the present falling back into the past. But the way Goddard phrases it here, and I love it, and I think it's a lot closer to truth. And when you think about what we're doing in, the, in our minds, thinking and feeling about the feeling of the wish fulfilled, right? The whole manifestation process is about looking at the present moment, sliding into the future, moving into the future. Rather than moving behind us, the present is moving us ahead. And I found that to be amazing. Probably one of the biggest truths about time that I'd ever read, literally just today. It's a neat way to look at how we pre uh, progress through life, how we move into our manifestations. We choose a time in the future, quote unquote. And I don't mean thinking of it as in the future. You're not supposed to. You think of it as now because you have to have it now. And you are creating a situation that in but a moment's time you will experience. But as our present moves towards this moment, 
I love it. Absolutely love it. Thought is the coin of heaven. Money is an earthly symbol. Every moment must be invested, and our inner talking reveals whether we are spending or investing. Be more interested in what you are inwardly saying now and what you have said by choosing wisely what you think and what you feel now. Another two-star paragraph. Anytime we feel misunderstood, misused, neglected, suspicious, or afraid, we are spending our thoughts and wasting our time. Examples of how we will know that we are not investing our thoughts, our words, and our actions properly. Let me say this first sentence of this paragraph. Anytime we feel misunderstood, misused, neglected, suspicious, or afraid, we are spending our thoughts and wasting our time. Whenever we assume the feeling of being what we want to be, we are investing. We cannot abandon the moment to negative inner talking and expect to retain command of life. Before us go the results of all that seemingly is behind. Not gone is the last moment, but oncoming. Again, powerful when we look at the fact that our time that we spend thinking about things. Sometimes we're entertaining how someone doesn't understand us, how we've got some sort of problem with another individual, how we have this issue that's not working the way we want it to because we keep noticing right now and thinking how it's not working versus imagining what we actually want. If there's a situation in our life that's currently not working the way we want, great. What is it? How would you like that situation to be? Let's revise it. Let's imagine it. Let's think of it in a different way. You choose life and good and blessings by being that which you choose. Like is known to like alone. Make your inner speech bless and give good reports. Man's ignorance of the future is the result of his ignorance of his inner talking. His inner talking mirrors his imagination, and his imagination is government in which the opposition never comes into power. If the reader asks, what if the inner speech remains subjective and is unable to find an object for its love? The answer is, it will not remain subjective for the very simple reason that inner speech is always objectifying itself. What frustrates and festers and becomes the disease that afflicts humanity is man's ignorance of the art of matching inner words to fulfilled desire. Inner speech mirrors imagination, and imagination is Christ. Again, the key for all of us that so many of us are not paying enough attention to, our inner speech is the key. It's where we spend the majority of our time. We can talk about techniques all we want. I considered that yesterday's video at the start of the equation, right? All those techniques are at the start of the equation, but all the inner dialogue is the middle part of the equation. If we're screwing that up, the end, which is the outward to the world, the manifestation, that's the third part of the, the, the equation. If we got the middle part jacked, we're doing the first part, we're doing the technique right, got the middle part all screwed up, we're investing our time poorly, we're investing our, our thoughts poorly, we're investing our money poorly, we're investing poorly. And instead of investing properly, investing in what we would like to happen, investing in our future, letting our present moment slide into our future with our blessings, with our intention. When we can take charge of our day-to-day -day thoughts, when we can take charge of what we're experiencing throughout the day, 
It is amazing how quickly, and I kid you not, this isn't just some made-up thing. This is something I want all of you to try and then chime back in and be like, all right, I was doubting you at first, but then I tried it. It is amazing how when we change the inner dialogue, when we say internally the positives, when we catch ourselves having these negative thoughts and go, whoa, let's rephrase that. Let's come up with a better way to say that. Let's stop feeding these fears. Let's stop feeding this misunderstanding. Let's stop feeding this misguided thought process that some of us have. Some of the time, not all the time. But when we catch ourselves, when we see it, when we can be in the moment and notice us doing it, and then do something about it. One, seeing it is always awesome. Fixing it by saying something else is where you start to see the difference. You start to see the change. If you're not investing wisely in your future and expecting to see something different, you're not quite grasping how manifestation works. It starts inside. You have to be the thing you desire right now. You want to be more wealthy? You've got to feel more wealthy. You've got to imagine and pretend what it would be like to be more wealthy. That doesn't mean you go out and spend money you don't have. It means you feel like you've got the money already. And in but a moment's time, it will be presented to you so you can use it for the thing that you need it for. Or if there's a relationship, then focus on how that relationship can be more like how you desire it to be rather than less like how you don't want it to be. So many of us go, oh, it's not good. It's not this. It's not that. What do you want it to be? Invest your thoughts. Invest what you're thinking about and feeling. Because when you do, you're consciously manifesting your future. Dan Radio Style.